Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt the theme music. Just a quick heads up that there is a small amount of patchy audio during today's episode, but still very much worthy of a listen, especially if you're interested in competing with WNBF Australia this season or sometime in the future. But sit back and relax. It was really great to interview Sebastian today and uh, enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 67 of the Bodybuilding Down Under podcast. We've got a very special one for you here today as we get closer to some shows here in season B. As always, you're joined by your usual slew of hosts, myself, Lawrence. We've got Jack, DY, DC, but we also have another man on the call today. He is the head of WNBF Australia. Sebastian, welcome back, mate. It's your second appearance on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for the invite, guys. Uh, I really hope today to be less awkward than last time and more clear. So uh, <laughs> I think I have more information for you guys today. So um, yeah, I hope to answer all of your questions. I'm really, uh, it's really, really an honor to be here. So thank you. Mate, I think you're very, very hard on yourself. Last time you and Yellen did both very, very well. And I think that today is going to be even better because it's been several <laughs> months and there's been lots of updates and we've got a lot of really cool information to share with people that are wanting to compete with WMBF both this season and all the seasons to come. So I guess maybe if we just set the table and just get a bit of an update on you guys as well, you're obviously located in Brisbane now. So how are you finding the move? How have you guys settled in? Yeah. Um, yeah, we love it here. Uh, Brisbane is beautiful. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew, but I, I lived in Brisbane for like six years, since 2009 until 2015, before moving to Taiwan. So I always love this city, this country. Uh, the weather is beautiful. Um, people are nice. And yeah, it's just really amazing to be back. My, my kids loving it. Obviously, we're still missing Taiwan because we are we got we got used to the life over there. But it's just amazing to be you know on the ground now doing things for WMBF, and I got the chance to meet a lot of new people. Uh, some of you guys, right, uh, at the workshops, I've been uh, connecting with a lot of natural bodybuilders, physique athletes in Australia, and that's been an amazing experience. So yeah, we are well settled. Yeah, that's awesome to hear, mate. Good to hear that the families are enjoying it in a sunshine state. So I guess if we have any listeners, apologies, that are going to be too lazy to listen to the full episode, we definitely want them to get something out of it. So let's maybe lead from the front with, you know, what you want to say is the most important updates that have come out about the WMBF show here in Brisbane. So if you can maybe just summarize like two or three key points that if people only take away something small from the podcast today, what's the most important stuff that they know? Oh, great question. Um, so I guess for competitors that are already registered, we've made some changes, say, uh, for instance, to the state walk. It's not going to be a T-walk anymore. It's going to be an I-walk. Uh, um also, um, the tanning and the polygraph, that's all ready to go. So um, competitors can uh, book their tanning. They can book their polygraph, which is really, really important for our federation. Um, we have a few sponsors too. I, I, I think that's a great um, update. <laughs> we have three really awesome sponsors. So Bolt Nutrients is going to be sponsoring the event. 
uh, the Sports Nutrition Association, and also Sexy Mix, which is a very popular Korean brand. Um, they are they're also uh, based in in Australia, so they have a branch here in Australia. So they're trying to grow over here. Um, it's a brand that is also very popular in Taiwan. So I got to uh, um, not work with them, but I, I met a lot of people that work with the brand, and they they're amazing people. And um, yeah, I think with what else can I tell you guys? Uh, we have almost eighty competitors, which is I think quite great uh, because it's our first time, you know, uh, doing the show in Australia. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I have the feeling that eventually we will break the 100 mark because you know we are like 10 10 weeks out so i know, you know i'm a competitor myself i know that we tend to leave things for the last minute so i'm hoping that we're going to get a bunch of competitors you know registering last minute um i don't know what you guys do you think that's going to be the case too in australia i think australians are very laid back they'll probably sign up last minute that's uh I think that's how a lot of people do things. Uh, I didn't mind one week before because I, I, I didn't trust it with COVID coming around. I was like, if anything's up to chance, it's like shows can get cancelled like that. So, And there's no harm in leaving it later. Um, so that's why I left it the last minute. Mm, yeah, I think in Australia, a lot of us yeah tend to leave, leave, leave it right up until that last sort of two weeks before the show perhaps. Uh, and maybe it's because uh -huh. a lot of competitors are still figuring out exactly what their their sort of show run of shows may potentially look like considering that they may be looking to compete across maybe a few different federations as well so um yeah definitely leave the uh leave the the, the registration open because you'll probably get quite a few people coming through at the last minute yeah that that's the idea actually uh my, my wife is not too happy about it because she's the one that is dealing with all of that but now i should get the job done <laughs> absolutely um i was gonna say i think another great update it's uh the fact that we're gonna be offering a posing award so for the athlete that showcases smooth you know captivating elegant posing um and also that can um stick to the category right the wbf criteria uh, so that's that's something that uh, we hadn't planned in the past but we thought that it would be a great idea and our judges, our test judges, uh, really feel that uh, is something that's going to work here in Australia too, and that people are going to appreciate. So I think that's, yeah, that that's uh, uh, one of the updates that I can show you guys today. Fantastic, mate. Yeah, I know. I think that'll go down really well. I think that if you look across the board, across multiple federations, you know, posing is something that is quite highly regarded in Australia um, across all federations. So I think that's fantastic. So. I know that obviously there's been some changes around like dates for shows where the main competition day now will be the 28th of October and the mm -hmm. 27th is being reserved as an athlete's registration day. So for anyone who might be competing, what can athletes expect to be the process on that registration day? What do they have to do ETC? Um, yeah, so the show is going to be taking place on the 28th now. The 27 is going to be the check-in. So basically on, on the Friday, you come in into the venue, you're going to get your measurements, your number, uh, your base code for the 10 and 2. And then uh, some of the interstate and, and the overseas athletes are going to get their polygraph done too on those days. And um, 
Then the next day, everybody comes in right to compete. So in the morning, again, um, you get your top coat and yeah, you basically get ready to, um, to, to compete from very early. So that is the schedule for the day is something that we're working on very hard right now. And we hope to get it done by the end of the week. So I will, I will be sending emails and posting on social media to how the, the show day is going to look like. So thank you. I appreciate it for, for mentioning that because I, I think that's a really, really important update. And I, and I completely forgot to mention. So I'm going to throw you a curveball on this next question is does every athlete need to be um, polygraph tested? Cause originally when they had the WMBF in Australia, they only needed to be tested if they wanted to go for a professional card. So the pro card, does every athlete need to do the polygraph now? Is that mandatory or is it only if they were going for a pro card or maybe open division? Yeah, no, everybody, everybody needs to go through a polygraph. It doesn't really matter if you're going for the open class or masters where you can get your pro card or you are a novice. Uh, everybody, you know, if we are calling ourselves a natural federation, I feel we need to do our best to keep it natural, right? Like if you're a natural competitor and you want to compete with us, it's because you're expecting everybody to be natural. And I think... Uh, making everybody to go through a polygraph is just the right thing to do. Yeah, 100%. And how did you go about choosing who would do the polygraph test? Yeah, great question. Um, basically, I wanted to get someone with a lot of experience and someone that was accredited here in Australia and also I was part of the American Polygraphs Association <clears throat> because, um, you know, it's the world's peak... Uh, Governing, governing body for polygraph examinations and research. So I think uh, getting someone that's, um, you know, that's been around in the industry for a long time was very important. So we got um, uh, Christelle. She's going to be doing the polygraph and she's been doing this since 1998. So, you know, athletes are going to be in good hands. She's going to be able to, to really tell, you know, um, to really carry out the test properly. So if you're an athlete that have already registered, you don't have to worry. Like if you feel a little nervous about the test, if you've never done it before, I can tell you personally that is, it's very natural to feel that way. And uh, yeah, Christelle is amazing. And, and you know, if, if you are natural and you answer the questions, uh, then you'll be fine. You'll be fine. So there's nothing to worry about. But yeah, she's, um, she's someone that... Um, it took me some time to find that, to be honest. But at the beginning, when, when I was in Taiwan and I was looking for a polygraph examiner, I was thinking, I'm going to do my best. And it doesn't really matter where uh, I need to get this person from. Like if, if she or he lives in Brisbane or in Melbourne, perfect, it doesn't really matter. I want that person to, uh, to be able to polygraph everybody, right? Okay. Luckily, create. But uh, at the time, like I said, she's super experienced, and um, yeah, she's gonna be uh, uh, she's gonna be taking all the polygraph and and uh, starting starting in September, so next month. Just a follow up question with the the polygraph. There is there a specific date where athletes are expected to have their test, or is it can they test within a certain sort of time frame or duration? How does that sort of work? Yeah, so if you go on our web uh, website right now, we have a, a schedule, a calendar. And you will be able to pick a time in which you, you can polygraph. Uh, right now, 
all the weekends in September and October are available, but then the 27, sorry, the 26 and the 27 are reserved for interstate and overseas athletes. Yeah. Okay. So if you're, if you're based in Queensland, uh, if you're based in Queensland, yeah, basically try to get your test done before the 25th of October, because on those last two days you won't be able to we're coming interstate overseas they most likely not going to be here in brisbane for that long maybe only a couple of days before the show so we have reserved those two days for for them basically okay cool great yeah and i've already i've already booked in for mine which which will be good i think i'm getting that done first week of october sebastian so hopefully there's been a few done and they've shaken out the cobwebs i don't want to get stitched up <laughs> Yeah, no, and you know, I wanted to tell you something too, because um, you're, you're going to Worlds, so you won't have to do your polygraph again at Worlds, which is, uh, it's a great thing because, you know, a lot of athletes uh, going to America, they, they stress about the test and, you know, they also have to, um, you know, spend time booking the test, waiting for the test, and also, um, you know, you're already stressed out, you've already been traveling, you don't really want to do that. So in your case, you're, if you take the polygraph with us and you compete with us, then you won't have to do it again in, in America, which is good. So basically just going to run as much gear as I can in those couple of weeks, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that you guys are doing to even out the playing field is the no dream tan. Everyone's getting tanned by the same people, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So we basically did that because we want to keep a consistent look amongst every competitor. I feel like I, I'm a judge myself, so I know that when everyone is you know, under the same product per se, um, the tanning looks better and it makes judging easier, more accurate. So that's one of the main reasons we decided to do that. Also, it adds convenience because you know, every competitor just stands at the venue. So then they don't have to go around looking for the tanning. Athletes already are under a lot of pressure and they have, you know, other things to worry about. So I feel giving them the option to tan at the venue is very convenient. And also, um, what else? Um, yeah, like I said, with the, with the judging mainly, I think it really, really helps. And we got to look after the venue too, because if you start uh, tanning people, you know, anywhere and inside the venue you know we they, they might mess it up a bit and we really want to keep a good relationship with management because we want to keep this venue for future events and yeah i understand completely because i you know who wants stains in on their walls and things like that right so if we have a, a an enclosed area where everyone tends and you know it's done professionally we make sure that the venue also uh, stays clean which is very important mm. yeah perfect and my final question is uh are you able to announce the judging panel and why were they chosen uh yeah sure so we're gonna have official judges and of course some uh test judges too right so uh joy Kendlin will be our head judge then we have uh nicole uh hitchcock um martin Rufalo. Uh, Ethan Liu and Simon Collins. So Joy, uh, most of you guys know Joy, um, especially you, <laughs> Lawrence, right? <laughs> you stand Never a heard great of job him. with you. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, you know, he's um, he's very well versed with WF criteria, has a lot of experience, great eye for detail. Uh, it's been coaching uh, natural bodybuilders for more than a decade. Uh, same with Nicole, great eye for detail, very well versed with the WMBF criteria, uh, especially when it comes down to bikini. I think, she, and that really makes a huge difference. Uh, then we have Martin Ruffalo. We, he's a coach, part of the JPS Health Team. Uh, he's also a, a PhD and an educator and a coach. I've been following him for a while, a great judge. So I invited him to join us. He doesn't have experience with the WMBF uh, like Joy and, and Cole do, but um, uh, he's, he's a coach for, you know, for a long time. So everything he needs to know to, to be able to judge the show properly. And I'm sure he's going to do a great, great, great job. And then we have uh, Ethan, Ethan Lu, he's the um, WMBF Taiwan president, close friend of mine. He is a natural uh, pro bodybuilder too. He's been around for a long time. He's judged a few WMBF and knows the criteria super, super well. So he's going to come over from Taiwan WMBF, uh, in Taiwan. And we have Simon, Simon Collins. He's from he's a head judge in New Zealand. And also very well, uh, it's very well versed in the WBF career, very passionate about bodybuilding and, and a dietitian. It's been coaching for a long time. So, um, yeah, we have a, a really awesome uh, group of judges coming to, uh, come to the show. I feel really good about it. Mm, yeah, it certainly sounds like a, a really good bunch of, um, really solid judging panel. And I wanted to ask, I'm sure many of the listeners are, excited around the the pro card situation so maybe you could fill us in on uh, like how many will be given out and what is the process of winning a pro card and the award process like what do you need to do essentially to get one yeah cool uh for pro card you gotta register for the open or the masters uh class right so in any of the categories so we have uh, fit body figure bikini uh, women's bodybuilding and men's bodybuilding and men's physique. If you register for the open class or the masters, then you uh, are eligible to, you know, to get a pro card. Um, basically, you gotta uh, win your class and then win the overall. Now, at the beginning, we were hoping to uh, give out ten pro cards, and we still hope that that's the case. But at the end of the day, it's really up to the judges. So and definitely the overall winner is going to be getting pro cards. But then anybody else that the judges think uh, is worthy of one. So that's basically how it works. And that's how it works in many uh, uh, WBF federations uh, affiliates around the world. Mm. So we, we hope to follow the same same process. Yeah, great. I think it's always important to uphold the standard and not give someone a pro card just for the sake of it. You want to make sure that they are, uh, are worthy of, of WMBF pro status. So um, another question yeah. sort of unique to WMBF is around the posing. Like, are there any poses that come to mind that are maybe a little bit more unique um, to WMBF across the categories? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think say when it comes down to bikini and men's physique, which are, fairly 
popular categories. I would say hand on hips. That's something uh, very different and particular to the WMBF. So when you're doing your quarter turns, you gotta have your your hand on on hips. Um, also for front poses, for instance, you want your front post to be a front post. I know uh, with other federations, you may be able to get away with you know with a, with sort of a front side-ish post. In the WMBF, you really want to uh, hit a front post when it's cold. Um, what else? I guess when it comes down to fit body, for instance, that's a category that is not very popular. It's not very well known in Australia. Uh, there's five mandatory poses that maybe uh, some girls are not uh, aware of. So that's on the website and there's a video tutorial in there. Um, and yeah, I guess if I'm missing anything, please come down to uh, to the workshops. That's where we're going to explain a lot of these things. And a lot of the info too is, is out. Yeah, I think something that comes to mind for me as well, which is, I guess I'm more biased towards bodybuilding, but uh, if it's like potentially a close call between two competitors, they might ask for like a, a hamstring shot or a serrata shot, maybe a calf shot as well. But I think definitely hamstring and serratus is in there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's going to be up to the head judge at the end of the day. If the head judge decides to call for a particular uh, post, then uh, the athletes are going to have to. But uh, um, but we're going to let you know beforehand. We're not going to like sort of put you on the spot uh, on the day because that would be fair. So mm. um, I will make a list uh, and that's already planned. We will make a list of, you know, all the posts that uh, and we're going to email this to each competitor. So depending on the category that they sign up for, but we're going to uh, send out a post, uh, sorry, an email with a list of all the posts they need to, uh, they need to understand and they need to know to hit on the day. Awesome. Now, uh, my question is here is um, talk through what someone needs to do if they want to attend the, the world. So is there any sort of specific pathway associated with uh, organizing something with the like the American affiliate? Do we need to register within Australia first? Or what, what's the, and is there even a requirement to compete locally first before then going and, and attending Worlds? Yeah. So for this year, if you want to go to Worlds, or you do that, then you automatically qualify for Worlds. Now that might change in the future, but as for now, that's the only requirement. So you don't need to win your class or win the overall, right? As long as you compete with us this year, then you can go to uh, Worlds in November. Fantastic. And of course, and... then, say, for instance, Lawrence, you get your pro card, then you're going to have to go to Worlds and compete with the pros. So better be ready. Absolutely. And with, uh, with the registry process, would it be a matter of uh, going on? For yeah, sorry, because you, you did register for... Sorry to guide you off. Sorry to guide you off. I just wanted to um, uh, make sure that... Um, yeah, Lawrence, you, you signed... In, in novice class, didn't you? Yeah, in I don't think. I think it was um it was opens, yeah, because I don't think I would have been able to do novice just based on the amount of years I've been competing for. Uh, but I definitely would have signed up for the open, yeah. The H. Oh, okay. Yeah, because and I think I think I may be just outside yeah, you're, what's you're allowed. Amazing. You're doing great. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think I was just too old for the juniors as well. I think you have to be under 23 on the day of the show. So wasn't wasn't quite uh, young enough, mate. I'm too long in the tooth for that. Yep. Oh, really? I thought you were. I thought you were. For real. Yeah, you so I'm... Young. Yeah, no, I, so I am 23. Uh, but too. I think... 
Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think it said like you need to be younger than 23 on the day to show. Whereas for ICN, it's you have to be 23 or under on January 1st of that year competing. So just missed it, but that's all right. Okay, gotcha. What uh, what advice would you give for competitors uh, about their routines? So is there a specific number of poses that need to be struck as an example? I mean, it's I guess it's going to be different depending on on the category itself, but um. Would you try and limit your your routine to a certain duration, 30 seconds, one minute? Is there any sort of constraints within that? Yeah, depending on the category, uh, there's specific duration for that uh, stage walk. So just go on the website and make sure that you read uh, through our criteria. Generally, uh, between 30, um, in, terms of, in terms of perhaps advice that I can give uh, for posing, and stage walk is you know, just to uh, keep keep your posing within the guidelines of the WMBF criteria, right? That's very important. Um, also, you know, try to express yourself, you know, try to find, you know, poses that really show your strength and hide your weaknesses. Try to be smooth. And for that, you got to practice. Now you want to be practicing every day or every second day, uh, the beginning of the, of the podcast. Uh, we having an award now, right? Which is really cool. And that it's not just about the award itself. It it really means that we care about posing and and how you look and how you present on the stage. It's not just for giving the award, right? Like we we could come out with plenty of awards for that, but posing it's it, it represents the, the art of bodybuilding in my eyes. So that's was one of the reasons why we wanted to give out that award. So. Yeah, please practice your posing. Honestly, I can, a lot of people tag us on stories and see that Australians really care about their craft when it comes to posing. And I love that. I really, really love it. Um, spend hours practicing posing. It's, it's amazing. So that is something that I've enjoyed uh, watching over the past few months. How, uh, you know, everyone, you know, yeah, they look after... Uh, they watch their diet, they watch their training uh, very meticulously, but also their posing. Like after a training session, uh, people go in and post for another hour or so, and they're doing that regularly. And, and I think that's why this award is very, very special. And we had to come out with it because we gotta, um, we gotta give our prize to those people. I'm seeing Stage walk is important. Please make sure that you understand your mandatory poses, the mandatory WMBF poses. So your quarter turns, um, you know, with uh, bodybuilding, your nine mandatory poses and some extra poses that um, we are we might require on the day. Men's physique, bikini. Uh, remember hand on hips. And um, I'm not sure if I mentioned to you guys that yeah, we're going to be doing a night walk. So basically, uh, athletes, and I'm gonna do a graph about, like, to show a graphic to show how this is gonna work, and perhaps we're gonna come out with a video too. But um, athletes are gonna come out from stage right towards the the rear center of the stage. That's where they're gonna hit the front pose, and then they're gonna walk towards the center of the stage and hit uh, all the three poses. So that's gonna be uh, for most categories. Uh, now, when it comes to bodybuilding, it's going to be a little bit uh, different, but that's all explained on the website. Yeah. And if you come to our workshop, then um, 
we'll, we'll explain all of that too. Mm, awesome. So in terms of future competitors uh, moving into, you know, the current season, and if not more, perhaps more relevant towards even the, the following season thereafter, you know, moving into season A, uh, what would be, I guess, the main reason or the main takeaway for a competitor to compete with, you know, WNBF? And I know it's probably a pretty straightforward answer, but but uh, yeah, your your summary there. Yeah, so like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I think the, the answer is pretty straightforward. Basically, if you want to compete in the WNBF, you want to do so because you know you're going to be standing next to natural athletes, uh, true naturals, right? And our drug testing protocol is very fierce. So we have the polygraph, as you know, and then we have the urine test. So it's a two-phase drug testing protocol that, that we uh, impose. And I think that gives the assurance to everybody that you know, you're gonna be on the same uh, playing field, in the same natural playing field, basically. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's what separates us from other federations big post if um you know what's the point of calling yourself a natural bodybuilding uh, federation if you're not going to do everything you can to prove the natural status of your athletes and that's what we're doing we're working really hard on on doing that mm, absolutely and i guess in a may that makes sure that just nobody like nobody falls through the cracks essentially you know every single athlete just like you stated uh, goes through a polygraph test and you know i guess that's that kind of first line of defense then following up with with the uh you know the actual blood uh sorry the the urine test as well right so yeah no it sounds good yeah absolutely so we um we're gonna be doing some random tests and even i know say the wmbf spain they also do blood tests and i really hope maybe one day we can do that as well so that's that's what I'm looking at right now. So that's the future for me. Um, because I think it's really, really important to to make sure that everyone that competes with us is is a true natural. At the end of the day, you know, it's a natural competitor. That's what you want. Absolutely. And I've got one follow-up question. I actually had a client that asked if the WMBF show is going to be running in season A of next year. And if so, are they going to be giving pro cards out? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a show in either April or May. Just trying to, you know, figure out what the what the best uh, dates are, because you know there are all the Fed dates are, are running through during, during those months. So um, yeah, it will definitely be either at the end of April or beginning or towards the middle of, of May. And yeah, we're gonna be giving out pro cards too. So basically, um, everything that applies for the October show will apply apply for the april show i don't think we're going to be making many changes yeah fantastic mate and and i guess as we come down the stretch here obviously there's probably still some some key dates for people to keep in mind you know whether it be like the last chance to actually sign up for the show register for certain things and also the posing workshops so to finish off today's podcast we just want to give you the floor and just invite you to plug anything you want to plug and just leave us with any final messages. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have uh, three more workshops. So one on Sunday, on this weekend. So I hope uh, some of you guys will, are going to attend. Lawrence, will you make it? Mate, I'll have to see. I, um, I've, I've got this work. sort of... 
Yeah, no, I've got the I've got work on on the Saturday where I'm I'm having to give this presentation somewhere. But if I can sleek it in, I'll I'll make an effort. But I I promise I will get to at least one before the show. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No worries. Uh, after this workshop, we're gonna have two more, and the dates you can find them on on our socials. So we have made a post about them, and we'll be sending. To, to remind office uh, when the other workshops are going to be taking place. Uh, I guess the other dates are very important. Is you know uh, for registered competitors is the tanning and the polygraph. They can already book them, uh, and it's really really uh, important that they get them done asap. Um, any other date? I guess we're running things pretty smoothly right now. Uh, Ten weeks out basically, and. Yeah, we are just getting ready to. Um, I'm. I'm just really excited to, you know, to get the show together and get all the athletes on the stage. I just wanna really wanna see the quality of Australian Australian athletes. Um, I think they're not gonna disappoint. I mean, I see it every day on stories and posts. The quality is incredible, and I'm really looking forward to to seeing them uh, display their their physique on on the WNBF stage, and then hopefully in world. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And um, before we finish up, I suppose if anybody has any questions, either for you personally or if they're just looking for a bit of information about WMBF, did you want to just highlight any of the key places that they can go? Yeah, email would be best, admin at wmbfaustralia.com. We basically answer to every person that emails us, um, social media too, DM. It's completely fine. Sometimes the messages get get pushed down on a bit, but that's why I recommend everybody to just email us. It's that the way we uh, we make sure that we reply to you on time. Um, and just check out our website. There's a lot of information, new information there too. So this more on creating a page for the judge, the judges, so people can get to know them and see that our panel is very strong and experienced. So that is something too that will be live uh, in a day. Fantastic, mate. Well, we just want to say a big thank you to you for your time today. And, you know, obviously somewhat selfishly, it's a, a good episode for me so I can hear about the Fed that I'm competing with in, like you said, just 10 weeks time. And I'm I'm certainly very, very excited to, to see how the show goes and really looking forward to competing with you guys. And I know a lot of others are as well. So we just want to say a big thank you. All the best for the final 10 weeks of preparation and looking forward to seeing the end product. Yeah, thank you so much, guys, for having me here today. Really appreciate it. It's really been an honor and a pleasure uh you're giving me this you know this platform to share the wmbf australia to uh your listeners and i couldn't be any more grateful really so if you guys need anything please let me know thank you so much for listening guys if you have any questions about wmbf make sure you get in contact with sebastian via the contact information that he laid out for you as always we're going to be back every single wednesday with a brand new episode of bodybuilding down under and we will catch you in the next one